Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Security News This Week, Mapping the NSA's Secret Spy Hubs, by Brian Barrett. It has been, to be quite honest, a fairly bad week as far as weeks go. But despite the sustained downbeat news, a few good things managed to happen as well. So we'll start with those. California has passed the strongest digital privacy law in the United States, for starters, which as of 2020 will give customers the right to know what data companies use and to disallow those companies from selling it. It's just the latest in a string of uncomfortably good bits of privacy news, which included last week's landmark Supreme Court decision in Carpenter v. U.S., That ruling will require law enforcement to get a warrant before accessing cell tower location data. And at the beginning of the week, the Wi-Fi Alliance detailed the full specifications of the WPA3 security standard that's going to make the next generation of Wi-Fi much, much safer to use. And then there's the bad news. A marketing firm called Exactus left as many as 340 million personal information records sitting on the open internet for anyone to find. Anthony Kennedy announced that he'll retire from the Supreme Court, an absence that will have ramifications for privacy and technology. The next arms race is going to happen in space, which will be less fun than it sounds, and Congress wants to talk with Cambridge Analytica alum Matt Oksowski about whether his new firm, Datapropria, will just repeat the same indiscretions as the former employer. But wait, there's more. As always, we've rounded up all the news we didn't break or cover in depth this week. Click on the headlines to read the full stories on the web version and stay safe out there. The NSA's secret spy hubs in eight major cities. The Intercept this week published the locations of eight AT&T buildings that it says also serve as surveillance hubs for the National Security Agency. By piecing together public documents, classified files, and interviews, the outlet identified these networking equipment centers in Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, Dallas, New York, D.C., and Atlanta. These locations are significant in that they route traffic not just from AT&T customers, but from other internet backbone providers who have so-called peering agreements with the telecom giant. The facilities don't exist specifically for the NSA. 
They simply offer the most bang for the buck in terms of watching data pass through. There's nothing necessarily illegal about the arrangement, but the NSA is prohibited from spying on communications between two U.S. citizens, a lot of which presumably travels through these eight sites. And you thought Cambridge Analytica got to have all the fun. This week, security researcher Inti de Cuclair outlined his discovery that a popular Facebook app called Name Tests showed personal data in JavaScript file. Any third party could have accessed it. Facebook paid out $8,000 to the charity of de Cuclair's choice as part of a bug bounty, but that doesn't go very far toward helping the 120 million people, yes, 120 million, who had their data potentially exposed. Texas State University's Advanced Law Enforcement Rapid Response Training has a pretty self-explanatory mission. It also, reported ZDNet, exposed a database containing the personal information of thousands of officials who have gone through its program since April 2017. The database includes contact information like home addresses and phone numbers. Several email messages were also left vulnerable including some that detailed lack of law enforcement resources in certain communities, information that could be used by criminals looking to take advantage of soft spots. Ross Ulbrich, who went by the moniker Dread Pirate Roberts when operating the notorious dark web bazaar The Silk Road, is officially out of appeals. Ulbrich had asked the Supreme Court to reconsider his life sentence, and they declined. Ulbrich had previously lost an appeal in 2017 after his initial sentencing in 2015. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.